0: It's Friday, December 22nd, 2023, and just a quick note, I'm taking the last week of the year off to work on my next book and to take some time for the holidays, so there won't be any new podcast episodes until the first week of January. That said, from the New York Times, after years of wrangling, EU countries reach major deal on migration. The EU has agreed on a plan to overhaul the bloc's collective migration system, called the EU Migration and Asylum Pact, after three years of negotiation and during a period of heightened tensions and anti-migrant sentiment throughout the region. That sentiment has led to some degree of success at the polls for far-right political entities in many European countries, And the goal of this plan was to make it easier to limit the entry of migrants and more rapidly process asylum claims, while also empowering local regulators to deport those who don't pass muster, which should give individual governments more control over their borders, which they hope will lessen those aforementioned tensions. The plan also creates the necessary systems and infrastructure for speedier migrant processing, which in turn should leave fewer people in the lurch, uncertain about their futures and unable to move forward as a consequence. This plan will now pass through the EU's meandering approval processes, and it's generally considered to be likely to make it into law, as it's already been approved by negotiators from all the relevant institutions. From the Washington Post, new coronavirus variant JN1 is spreading fast. The World Health Organization has designated the COVID-19 sub-variant JN1 a variant of interest, following its rapid scale-up, making up around 3% of all global cases at the beginning of November, but expanding to 27.1% of all cases later the same month. Like other notable subvariants, JN1 is an evolution of previous iterations of the coronavirus, in this case, the Omicron variant that spread to seemingly everyone in early 2022. And though there's no indication that this new subvariant is more severe than previous ones, it does seem to have additional powers that help it get around its host's immunity, and there's a chance that will help it become the dominant subvariant of COVID globally in the next few months. This variant is arriving at a moment in which our global COVID tracking system systems have largely disappeared due to a lack of funding, and vaccine uptake numbers have also collapsed. So this winter's COVID wave could be a lot more substantial than last year's, but we probably won't be able to directly compare them because of that lack of data collection. And from Reuters, USSEC charges Tingo Group Nigerian CEO and three companies with fraud. The U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission has filed charges against a Nigerian businessman named Dozi Mambusi and three companies of which he's a CEO for fraud. These charges landed shortly after a report from short-seller Hindenburg Research, in which the company claimed the Tingo Group, a fintech firm that Mambusi runs, has been fabricating its numbers, saying in its official documents that it had hundreds of millions of dollars in the bank and using those numbers to garner loans and investments, despite having an actual bank account balance of less than $50. Mambusi refuted these claims, alongside others made by Hindenburg, about the company's seemingly inflated user base numbers, non-existent infrastructure, and its lack of an official license required to operate as a legal business. This new move by the SEC is intended to freeze the company's assets, such as they are, prevent the moving of money by Mbosi and other members of company leadership, and to establish an investigation into the scale of the alleged fraud.